Hello, it is I, your humble narrator, Susie, dropping into the feed with this special episode of Jawbreakers Podcast. This week we are talking about That 90s Show, which is the reboot of That 70s Show. Alexis didn't watch it, I did. I don't recommend it, but you don't have to watch it because I'm giving you the full scoop here today. Alexis and I saw Megan in theater about the robot toy slash bad bitch serving cunt, if you will. And I think we both really liked it. You can hear more about that. We also, of course, try some candy and talk about some other stuff. If you would like to become a patron, you can do that. You're already supporting us just by listening to the show. But if you wanted to also throw us a couple dollars, anywhere from $2 to $13 a month for some digital extras, including bonus episodes, early access to episodes, and phone wallpapers, then you can become a patron at patreon.com slash If you like the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend, and you can also contact us network at gmail.com. All links you could possibly need are in the show notes. Appreciate it so much. Enjoy the episode. You're listening to Jawbreakers, the show hosted by the Pittsburgh area's top trend forecasters, Alexis and Susie. Grab some candy in your headphones, pull up a seat near a super loud railroad track, and get ready for pop culture news so fake, you'll have to wonder if they're lying. You know that I don't understand who Timothy Chalamet is? I couldn't pick him out of a police line. I saw him fuck a peach, but I couldn't recognize his face. <laughs> oh, Jewel. J-U-U-L. It. Yeah. They are officially banning it. Wow. That's worse than I was going to say Roe v. Wade. But it's not. <laughs> this has 20 million views. You never seen it? I'm not one of those views. Do you have a snack? Probably. Okay. While you do that, have you heard about the, uh, Pepsi Sprite Starry thing? Um, I haven't heard about it. I saw it at the store. So, Pepsi apparently is getting rid of Sprite. Why? And replacing it with this ugly thing called Starry. Why are they doing that? I don't know. I don't drink a lot of soda, but my favorite soda is Sprite. Okay. Gun to my head. You have to chug this soda. Nail gun. (laughs) So, I got a Sprite. I found a Sprite. Uh Uh-huh. They're not that hard to find. Yep. But they are getting sparse. And I got a starry. So we're oh, gonna so you s- want to do a taste test. Mm-hmm. Am I doing a blind taste test? I guess so. I guess you I'm can pour mine. I'm also already drinking I know. When you, I wine. saw you open that, I was like... You just you needed it to be a surprise, right? Yeah. This is such a big surprise. I guess you can pour mine. Okay. Kentucky shot glass oh full of liquid. That is either starry or Sprite. Did you see that lid? No. Do you know what it means if you did? If you're lying? I didn't see it, but also, no, I don't. These are also warm. Oh, perfect. Did you get me the Kentucky shot glass? Yeah. Thank you so much. I got it in Ohio. Um, now we have Novelty Tiny Beer Stein that has the Natural Light logo on it. How ugly is the starry design? I think it's cute. <laughs> The green's a little bright, but it makes sense. I feel like bright colors are in. 
But it's a Pepsi product. Do you remember which is which? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I don't know if the recipe changed or if it's just a brand name. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, no, people are asking if it's better. Wait, Pepsi's latest strike at Sprite. Maybe I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> is it the same? Ceramist is Pepsi. They're getting rid of Ceramist. Are you joking me? <laughs> so I just spilled whatever beverage this is all down my leg. So one of these is Ceramist and one of them's Sprite. Is Starry Ceramist? Yeah. So Sprite, you have they're getting sparse, huh? <laughs> On a similar note, have you ever seen Get Out? No. No, we'll revisit this later. I forgot I was going to bring it up later. Okay. okay. There's uh, there's that, and here's this. All right. So I've got a Cheers where everybody knows your name shot glass, and uh, Carlsberg beer novelty. Great book. Is this one Sprite? No. Really? Yeah. Is this one Sprite? Nope. Huh. Well, well, I'm just full of L's today, aren't I? Yeah, we're both fake Sprite fans. <laughs> I well, can't believe it's a good my syrupist. And then we couldn't taste the difference between Starry and Sprite, which isn't even the same company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, this is why we have so many listens on this show. <laughs> <laughs> we are just so good. Right, because this is the start of the episode. <laughs> yeah, right off the bat. So people are like, hell yeah, I'm going to stick around. Yeah, what else do these two have? These two truth tellers have to say. Where did I put the candy? I just set it down somewhere, didn't I? Oh, it's under the table. I kicked it. The candy I have today is magical poop marshmallows. Okay, I'm into this. It's got pictures of reindeers and reindeer poops by Sophie Pops and Gumdrops. <clears throat> have you ever? I'm sorry. Go ahead. May I read the bio? Yes, please. Our precocious and dimpled four-year-old Sophie dreams of magical unicorns, rainbow marshmallows, and candy castles. When she's not dreaming, Sophie is busy being fierce, adventurous, and lovable. With that spirit, Sophie willed us to launch Sophie Pops and Gumdrops. As head of R&D, Sophie is the most dedicated, albeit surreptitious, sampler any confectioner could have. Preoccupied with all things sweet, Sophie uses her palate to taste test our marshmallows at every opportunity while hiding in the pantry, behind the couch, or under her bed. We hope you enjoy these most magical, delicious, fluffiest, and dreamiest marshmallows, courtesy of Sophie. Wow. Fourth ingredient is beef gelatin. I love that's when they the throw first, the word beef in that's there. That's not the first time we've had beef gelatin on this show. It won't be the last. Have I ever told you the story about... In high school, art class, we did this prompt where you, like, pull a word out of a bucket, and then you draw the word. So my word was smell, so I drew a sewer scene, and then... You drew a what? A sewer scene, like, okay. like a sewer grate, like, in... It was all green and stuff. And I drew, like, two flies, and I finished, like, 20 minutes in, because that's how I live my life. Yeah. And I brought it up to the art teacher, and she said, maybe add a few more flies. So I spent the next 30 minutes of class drawing flies and then i looked at it i was so focused and i looked at it and then i looked at the like other people on my table i was like is this too many flies and it was just covered in flies i didn't go and i hand it up and she was like wow that's a lot of flies i got a c on that <laughs> i got a 70 percent 
And yeah, I was drawing a piece of poop today, and I was drawing flies, and I got like flashbacks. I freaked out. <laughs> I thought you were gonna get to see again. <laughs> yeah. So that's what this makes me think of. This has happened too many times. This just tastes like a marshmallow. Which yeah, is that's what I thought was gonna happen. The not not the I'm worst thing. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost peep season. We're selling peeps on a stick at get go. Have you seen them? I have actually. Almost got them. Um, while we're on candy, this is fun. I want to roast it. Um, speaking of candies, have you seen what's going on with M&M's? I'm just going to read you their tweet. January 23rd, 2023, at 8.45 a.m., M&M's Chocolate tweeted, America, let's talk. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spoked candies. We weren't sure if anyone would notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. But now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing which was the last thing M&M's wanted since we're all about bringing people together. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the Smokes candies. In their place, we are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, the beloved, the beloved <laughs> Maya Rudolph. We are confident Miss Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong. Including Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson of Fox News once said, M&M's will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous <laughs> until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity. They've won. <laughs> so, and then recently... He said, basically, he called the purple M&M obese, and (laughs) (laughs) and then he was mad that the green one and the brown one were dating, because they're lesbians. (laughs) If you hate gay people, that tracks. Mm -hmm. To call a peanut M&M obese, (laughs) like, that's literally, it's an M&M, that's how it's shaped. Mm-hmm. It's not like a body positivity thing. It's None literally of this just is real. It's also yeah, right. If you really zoom back, Tucker, <laughs> None of this is real. This is candy. It's candy. <laughs> Someone on the internet pointed out that all cartoon mascots are gay. <laughs> so um, Maya Rudolph's official title is Chief of Fun. <laughs> How did they approach her? Also, you think Maya Rudolph's going to be less controversial? She's already biracial. She's in a Prince cover band called Princess. She was on S- She Who did she play on S- Oh, She plays Kamala Harris. Yeah. But I guess Tucker Carlson's happy, so that's what matters. <laughs> oh, is that why obese is trending? <laughs> is it? Maybe. Okay. No. Oh, wait, yeah. Because Tucker Carlson <laughs> called an Eminem obese. <laughs> That's so silly. Um, so I watched that 90s show. Do you have any questions? Did you finish it? I did. Um, I... Okay, we're gonna get the serious part of it out of the way. Because I actually literally just read this and I was gonna ask you about it. So Hyde isn't in the show, because Hyde's a bad person. Right. I can't even think of his real name, I don't really care. Same. Um, I thought of it. I'm gonna keep it to myself. But someone... Pointed out, I I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I think it was an interview of a kid, one of the kids on that '90s show, and they were talking about Wilmer Valderrama, and then someone stitched it with a Demi the Demi Lovato song, obviously, and everyone was like, "Wait, why are we chill with Wilmer being on it?" 
Like, why is Wilmer not canceled? I'd like to throw it out there that I'm not chill with him being on it. He is really on it, too, because he doesn't have any other career. Right. Like... So he was full in. Topher Grace... Is that his name? Yes. Eric Foreman is in 30 seconds of the pilot. Right. The premise is, Eric and Donna have grown up and had a child Mm -hmm. named Leia. Mm Mm-hmm. And they go to see their parents... Red and Red and Kitty. Kitty for the weekend or something, and Leia's like, I'm having such a great time. I've made new friends. Can I stay here for the whole summer? Mm-hmm. So then Donna and Eric drop off Leia, and Leia's there all summer. Also in the mix, we have Jay Kelso, son of Jackie and Kelso. Mm-hmm. They're in it for 20 seconds in the first episode, and they are both glowing. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher look good, okay? Of course they do. And they're just dropping by the house to look for their son on their way to get married for, like, the third time. Right. Which, is that not also the real plot of their lives? I think so, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're just having a blast. Laura Prepon, Donna, looks like someone's forcing her to be there. (laughs) Does she look more in prison than she did in Orange is the New Black? Straight up, Yes. Her, she does not look the part anymore at all because she, as an actress, looked like she could be in Wisconsin, kind of, when that 70s show was on. Right. But now that she's, like, all Hollywood, plastic surgery, taking, like, these really, like, she plays, like, classy characters now. Right. She has, like, a skincare routine. Yeah, for sure. And, like, probably eats vegan. Right. Does not make sense. And married to Eric, who looks exactly the same. <laughs> Absolutely not. She's just wearing a red wig. Makes no sense. She's in a couple of episodes because she's the one who like picks up Leia and right. stuff. Topher Grace is busy. He has a he has yeah. shit to do. Fez, hide no mention of none, none at all. Gone. Also, it kind of makes sense for the character. He would just disappear. It like they don't really have does. to do anything. And also the thing. So well, I want to get into this, but they don't. It is really frustrating when they make shows that like come back after a period of time or something because am i supposed to believe all these people still know each other right so at least like hide not being there big whoop like at least one of them got out of town jesus christ fez runs a salon and has like cheesy tv ads and is just a womanizer and he's in love with the neighbor so a new person has bought the pinciati's house She's a single mom that have kids by different dads, mm-hmm. one of whom is mixed. And then those kids hang out in the basement all the time with Leia and the Kelso kid and the girl that the brother's dating, whatever. Right. And this random gay kid. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, so the thing is, gotta do. this is where I really get in a pickle on how the fuck this show got greenlit. <laughs> When you're making a show in 2023, I guess they made it in 22, or, whatever. Yeah. We're not greenlighting shows that are just about white people anymore, right. which is the right thing to do. White people have had their moment on television. There's oh. plenty of stories. That 70 show is one of them. It is challenging to do that in Wisconsin when there's an existing show that is 99% white mm-hmm. and the most white representation is Fez or non-white right. representation, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't really know how the fuck they managed to, like, create, like, a diverse group. If Tucker Carlson watched it, he would shit his pants. (laughs) The other thing is, 
that 70s show has the most cringe, politically incorrect humor. That's not even funny when they do it. But it is kind of important to the tone of the show, Mm -hmm. I think. Well, yeah, because it's supposed to be set in the 90s, so they, like, can... They have some leeway to be like, it's the 90s. No, 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 wait. Yes, so this, yes. It should be. Like, okay, and also, I'm not saying make the show more hateful. It's just confusing to have a show set in the 90s where everyone's completely PC, especially when one of those people is Red Foreman. Mm -hmm. That is nuts. But they're making a show in 2023, so they're, like, really walking on eggshells. But, like, when I think of shows set in the 90s, I think of shows that were made in the 90s, which are also just a totally different tone. Right. They still have the laugh track. The laugh track is god-awful. It's still the stage sets, because that's what that 70s show was. God-awful. Hate it. Right. (laughs) The thing about it being in the 90s, I also just really need your opinion on this. I watched the original show. I don't know if I was on the young end of viewership Mm -hmm. for that 70s show. But obviously, I wasn't around in the 70s. Right. So there's, like, a lot of references that went over my head that my parents might have kind of got. Right. Like, they do, like, reenactments of things, whatever, that I don't get because I wasn't around in the 70s. I'm still not born yet for that 90s show. I still don't get the references. So you're bring like, so I feel too young for it, kind of. Oh, yeah. Because I'm literally not born yet still. I'm 27 years old. And it's still a show set before I was born. But all of the characters are 14 and 15 years old. And unlike that 70s show, they're being played by 14 and 15 year olds. So it has the vibe of like a Nick or a Disney show. Weird. Because the char- the actors are literally 14 and 15 and 16 years old. But they're also smoking weed and talking say. about sex like that 70s show. Right. It is. And so then I'm like, I'm too old for it. Because I'm because you're not you don't want to watch a bunch of fourteen year olds. I don't want to watch a fifteen year old's birthday party. I don't even want to have a conversation with a fifteen year old in real life. Right. If I was forced to have a conversation with a fifteen year old in real life, like I'd humor them. Right. But, but I not, don't care you about don't their want problems. To do it. Right. So I'm watching fifteen year olds set in a time that I don't care. Like they had an entire episode that was nine hundred two one zero, and they had like a weird cameo from a guy I've never seen before, who I assume was in nine hundred two one zero. Right. Huh. So it's both too old and too young for me, but I'm like, there's no way I'm the only person that's being isolated in that way. Right. So who's the audience for the show? 30-year-olds? But Do they're going to watch 14-year-olds? Year olds? This reminds me of when they made Girl Meets World. And, like, I was, I'm a huge Boy Meets World fan. And then I tried... I, I think I watched most of Girl Meets World. But it wasn't meant for me. It was. It's like supposed to be for like kids. It was literally on like Disney or something, right? But it's just like literal children. The thing is, I think that it could work if if kids could just watch it, right? Which which Girl Beats World ended up kind of doing, right? I feel like that could work. This show relies heavily, leans on, on old, that '70s show, right? Heavily relies on. And, like, the first time Wilmer Valderrama comes out, he's, like, leaning on a car, uh-huh. and the studio audience claps for, like, 45 full seconds. <laughs> That's awful. You know, and it's, like, if I was new to this, if I was 15, I was, like, oh, cool, show... Actually, let's be honest, 11-year-olds watch shows with 15-year-olds yeah. on them. And I was, like, oh, cool. I would be so confused. <laughs> Why is the guy from the TikToks who groomed Demi Lovato mm-hmm. on a car? Uh, also... 
when so they rebooted Roseanne, mm-hmm. and initially Roseanne Barr was back in. She was like producer, did all all of it. And okay, first of all, also a show full of white people. But I think at one point, her sister or like her sister's best friend, somebody in the main cast in the original show was lesbian. But it was also like nineties how they <laughs> handled sure. it. But um, anyhow, at the end of the show, Dan dies. Like I remember the series finale. Dan dies, and when they reboot it, they play it off as Roseanne was writing a book, and that's how she ended the book. So Dan's still alive. John Goodman's there, thank God, because why else would anybody watch? <laughs> but to bring it back to make it diverse, they so Darlene's kid is gay. Is Darlene not gay? Darlene's not gay. Does she end up with what's his face? No. Good. Um, I think that's his dad. I think I think David's the dad still. She has two kids, and I think David is the dad. They're like separated or something. Yeah, he's. I, from what I remember, he comes out in a few episodes, but not very many. But her son is gay, and then DJ <laughs> DJ has a black daughter, and like his wife is out like in the military, so like she comes out like every few episodes. But there's just like randomly like one black kid in their house. <laughs> it's just like But they obviously didn't like really care to show like DJ's relationship where they would just have his girlfriend there. You know what I mean? Right. A quick note from the editing room, just so that nothing gets misconstrued here. Neither Alexis or I believe that these shows should not be diverse or that the move towards more diverse TV shows is a bad thing. I personally think it's a good thing, which is why I think it's silly to have so many reboots, remakes, and sequels of the same white-based television and movies that we've had for the past few decades. And I think that if we are going to reboot a show like Roseanne or like that 70s show, you can do it without like forcing in a diversity that's unrealistic as long as the show is good enough to be a show that would be out a competing show that would have actual diverse characters. That's kind of how I see it. I didn't really talk to Alexis before making this note, but you can have a new That 90s show and you can even cast white people if that show is better than new scripts that would be presented by non-white creators. And I just don't think that's the case with That 90s show. It's probably not the case with Roseanne either. Just saying. Well, this the the mixed girl in this show her dad's not there. Mm-hmm. It's like That's the white lady who had two kids and she's a mess and drives red crazy. Right. I do have to say red and kitty are fucking amazing in this show. I was going to say they could do the show without the original cast with the exception of red and kitty. That's how they That's do it. That's all they needed. That's all they, that's pretty much how they do it. Everyone pops in in the first episode. Because they were, like, the glue of the whole show anyway. Right. But it is so funny because, like, they remember all the antics of Eric and his yeah. friends. Red still gets to say all his one-liners. He's obviously pissed that there's a Kelso in his house again. Right. Those two are having a hilarious time. They're retired. There's an episode where Kitty goes to the doctor and Kelso picks her up. The little Kelso. <laughs> yeah. And she ends up getting a tattoo. She's all high on drugs. She gets a tattoo of a cat. <laughs> and then she's like hiding it from Red by keeping her hand inside of a chicken. <laughs> they Those two are so funny. And the gay character in the show... There's a few scenes where he doesn't. He gets sick of the kids in the basement. They portray him as just like this super diva, always 
reading everyone to filth. Right. Has a long-distance Canadian boyfriend that he calls on Red and Kitty's phone so that he doesn't have to pay for the international call, which is so funny. (laughs) But half the time, he's hanging out in the kitchen with Kitty. And she's the first adult that he comes out to. Oh, I think I've seen that clip, actually. It's so cute. It's just like, Kitty's so funny. Yeah. She's so funny. And Red's always like, you basement kids. But he, they're both like nicer to the kids because now they're grandparents. And like, it doesn't so really they're not like, are we fucking up with right. Eric? Bob? And Red's pissed because now Bob is his like, is because Donna and Eric are married. So Bob is like the other grandpa. <laughs> so he's still competing with Bob. <laughs> That's pretty really good. So like the Red and Kitty lines are great. flawless. But does Wilmer have children? No, he's just sleeping with that single mom next door. Uh, I also saw the thing. A lot of people have been like, "What about Kels- the girl Kelso knocked up at the end of the series?" And then, like, what happened to that daughter? Mm-hmm. And also, people have been saying that. Sorry, are you telling me people watched to the end of that seventies show? Apparently, yeah. That is their fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there, people are saying that it's impossible for Leia to be Eric's child because eric was away like on vacation in europe or something yeah he was like overseas yeah for the timeline for when donna would have had to have gotten pregnant with leia he wasn't they weren't together but then i saw someone say someone broke down all of the fucked up timelines in that 70s show and how there's literally no real sense of time there's two episodes where eric turns 18 also, wasn't that show on longer than 10 years? Yes. So it couldn't have been just this. Well, it was like eight seasons, but it lasted from like 74 to 80 or something. Like it didn't. Right. Yeah. None of it. Literally none of it makes any sense. Right. There's they no don't care time. about shit like that. They also could have just made Red and Kitty dicking around. <laughs> I'd watch that show. Yeah. There's. St- I don't need to see some random 15 year old like falling in love with. I don't Paul, really so. care about a 15 year old. No, I don't want to see him. Also, aren't we supposed? Shouldn't we like stop doing child labor stuff? I'm fine using my imagination. Yeah, like so, I actually don't care if the teenagers look like they're twenty. I've been thinking a lot about this because there is conversation about like spearheaded by folks like yeah. Allison Stoner and like Drew Barrymore and stuff talking yeah. about being a child actor, and then we also just know that child actors, a lot of them have a pretty rough go at it. Oh, right. Jeanette McCurdy too. Yeah. So I'm thinking about like. Okay, what about the kid in Indiana Jones? What about E.T.? What about The Sixth Sense has an amazing child performance? The thing is, we don't have to, though. We just don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to. We can have, like, kid stuff, and then, like, the kids can be cartoons. Right. And okay. that might be weird culturally, but, like, we'd get used to it. Yeah. If it means that kids are not working. Right. And then, yeah, if you want to like, right. if you want to have a show, Riverdale, Euphoria, whatever, all the kids are 22 fine big whoop because also i think also i think i would enjoy watching like high school drama if it were adults right like i think i would still watch a show like that that. it's like okay sure it's set in a high school whatever who cares but okay also another thing about that 90s show that doesn't really work tv has changed a lot since that 70s show was on and i'm not used to the shitty sitcom anymore like it's so old like if i'm seeing i want plots that like have some drama to them. That 70s yeah. show is so devoid of actual emotion. I remember watching some of it after we rewatched How I Met Your Mother, because How I Met Your Mother has scenes that are thoughtful, even right. though a lot of it's comedy. 
that 70s show, every time there's a scene that's almost thoughtful, there's a weird punchline and then a laugh track. They, mm-hmm. like, pretty much never have yeah, an actual serious moment. moment. Right. That is, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Not for a whole ass TV show. Mm-mm. I'll do that on TikTok if I want to watch a show. Except Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but Always Sunny in Philadelphia literally has no, is its own, in also, its own realm. I can think of, like, three episodes at least that have a very sentimental, serious moment that isn't ruined by a punchline. I'm dead serious. Yeah, but they don't... I'm talking that 70s show, they don't even let it hold for like 10 seconds. Yeah, that's true. You know what? When D had her baby, I did cry. When that's, Max comes out... That song... I forgot about that one. They don't do a punchline at the end of that. When the song... I think they do They do a punchline with D, but the song, This Woman's Work, plays. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I cried. It was like this... I think it's Kate Bush. I don't remember. Just this beautiful song and they're all just amazed yeah see like it's a thing like you have to be able to do something right this also charlie's dad thing yeah they yeah you're right they have moments like their characters still have moments this is like they're doing that again with the okay but wait 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 now i have to tell you you know also after i just talked all this shit I am such a fucking sucker, and I will fall for anything. So by the last episode of this season, I was—I need to know what happens, first right. of all. I need to know. However, if they didn't renew it, I'd understand. But I am curious about a number of things, and they do have some plot they can work with now that they've done an entire season. The way the episode ends, the series, the season mm-hmm. ends, do you want a spoiler? Yeah. I don't, I don't think you could possibly spoil <laughs> for me <laughs> so the last episode of season one of that 90s show at the beginning of it leia's like oh no i'm like it's my last day here for the summer whatever she has a disposable camera with 24 pictures on it and she's like i don't want to take the pictures because i she's like nervous whatever she's kind of like an olivia rodrigo knockoff she's like a really bad actress that's kind of what i thought yeah um from the clips i've seen yeah she's like like really bad acting like i think i might be able to deliver the lines right. better she has her friend take all the photos and then at the end they show all the photos uh-huh. and they're playing kids in America, which is on the Jimmy Neutron soundtrack. And it's really cute. That was it. My tears. My yeah, eyes welled up a little bit. Uh, so the first season of the Roseanne reboot, it's been a long time, but it was like, it was really weird and rocky. And I remember it got better. However, then Roseanne Barr IRL started taking a bunch of painkillers and tweeting some crazy shit <laughs> and doubled down on it when she got sober. <laughs> <laughs> right, which no but one also needed. said I was on painkillers. Like, I was on painkillers and I was right. <laughs> I'm just saying my feelings. Uh, so they had to get rid of her, which the show is literally called Roseanne. I like am actually impressed that she like gave it up. Like, she was just like, okay, I'll sign everything away. Blah, blah, blah. She, like, has... Do you think they made her? You think, like, they threatened her? Yeah. Maybe. But they changed the name of the show to The Connors, and they killed off Roseanne. Have I told... Do you know how they killed her off? They killed her off from overdosing on painkillers. I swear to God. That is insane. There was no... They couldn't... Like, Roseanne wouldn't leave. The family, like they ha- they had to physically kill her for them to continue the show. I think it's still on. She couldn't get in a car accident or something. No, I think they wanted to like stick it to Roseanne Barr. Oh my god! I watched her for a little bit after that, but then I. 
Well, I'll tell you what happened. Then COVID happened, and then the picture for the Connors on, like, Hulu is all of them wearing masks, and I couldn't click on it ever again. Yeah, no, that's fair. Why would I? That's horrifying. Oh, um, final note about that 90s show. The theme song is, like, a super rock version of the original theme song. Oh, that's fun. Hanging out down the street. Oh, it's like a 90s rock song? Yeah. That's cool. I like that. That's fun. It's way shorter, too. Well. I also have a note here. Imagine your single mom dating Fez. That's disgusting. I'd throw up. I hate that. They need to write him off for season two. Oh, Leo's still in it. Leo's actually kind of funnier in the 90s. Which one's Leo? Tommy Chong. Oh, really? He's like, still in it? Yeah, he's still in it, which is so funny, because he's just still wandering around. He, like, wanders in and out of, like, three episodes. <laughs> in the 70s, it worked for that 70s show, kind of, but, like, it was a little bit on the nose. Right. Like, oh, we got Cheech and Chong, whatever. Yeah. In the 90s, the fact that that 70s guy is still just wandering around, it, pretty funny. That actually does make it funnier. <laughs> um, and then they also still do the super corny transitions, but now it's, like, floppy disks and candy bracelets. If there was a 2001, I think I would have watched it. Well, like, I kind of want one that I can relate to. Right. I don't understand how they missed it. They couldn't even make it also, in 97. Because like, our age is more likely to go binge a show, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Who's watching it? Mm-hmm. I think it has no audience. I only watched it because I have a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they put it at the top because it's a right. Netflix show. Cornballs. Are you going to watch it again? Are you going to rewatch that 70s show? No, I've I've tried rewatching that seventy show. It's a lot. To... It's just not good. Right. I very much enjoyed it when I was in seventh grade. Right, it's a great show. Great show in seventh grade. It's like it's not good, and I also want something that's somewhat Has stimulating. Some <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not that. It's really great network television. Right. Uh, there are some updates on the Miley Cyrus flowers theories. Oh, sure. Go on. So there's three more. So we had, she put it on his birthday, which was true. We can't even call that a theory. Did we talk about this already on the I show? think, yeah. We talked about... Can you give a small yeah. recap? So she released the song Flowers, which is like a play on Bruno Mars when I was your man. But everyone is like finding all these theories about how it's like a stab at Liam, which it's probably about Liam, right? Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Her ex-husband. Sure. Yeah. Why not? We so, the song know. was released on his birthday. That is fact. That's about all we know is fact. <laughs> um, but people are saying he dedicated this, the When I Was Your Man to her. Oh, like, that was their song? There's some people are saying anyway. at their wedding. Some people are just saying he dedicated it to, it to her. Like what he called a radio station? Right. I don't know. He put Delilah. on touch tunes? Delilah. <laughs> this is Delilah. And I've got... A call from Mr. Liam. <laughs> Miley, Liam loves you so much, he wanted me to play this song for you. Anyhow, so then <laughs> Miley plays with the words of when I was your man that's basically like, fuck you, I can do everything on my own, I don't need you to be my man. Uh, so that's one of the theories. Another one, the house this music video is shot in, people are saying <laughs> that that house that she shot it in was the house that Liam cheated on her 14 times in. Don't know where the 14 came from. How would you know what house that happened in? Oh, who knows? <laughs> that one fucking murders me. It's so silly. <laughs> like, the you could say that about to- any house. The 14 times kills me. I don't remember if I said this one. I think this is a newer update. 
people are saying okay so there's this clip from like an award show where they're to when they're together and she like licks his suit and then he, it, his people have read his lips and said that he said will you behave yourself for once and she kind of like rolled her eyes and like looked annoyed so everyone is always like fuck Liam he doesn't l- let Miley be herself so what people are saying is in this music video, she is wearing the suit that he was wearing from that red carpet. It's just a black suit. But I love that. Sounds right. Now this one I thought was silly at first, but now that I've seen a few more TikToks about it, it kind of seems like they're onto something. Miley's also wearing this gold dress that looks exactly like this gold dress that Jennifer Lawrence wore for one of the Hunger Games red carpets, and they have been rumored to have had a fling. Liam and... Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, because he was was in in Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. And on one of those... Is it... Who's the one that does the... Beta. Andy Cohen? Ryan Seacrest. No. Andy Cohen? Is that a guy? That sounds like a guy. I think it's Andy Cohen. He asked her, like, one of those, like, truth or dare questions. Or or he's the one who does plead the fifth. And he's like, did you ever make out with Liam? She's like, listen, Liam's hot. We were both young. Basically answered the question. But the question is, like, did he cheat on her? But anyhow, Miley's wearing literally the same dress. At first I thought it was silly, but then I was like, oh, no, wait, this is clearly. In your opinion, how common looking is this dress? It's kind of specific the the suit i think is stupid <laughs> right but it is like a gold dress that like wraps around your neck and it's like sequenced it does look pretty similar and then there's a new one that i just saw today so this that, is what you do now yes <laughs> that so there's a helicopter at the end of the music video wait let me guess okay Liam took the helicopter to leave Miley one day to go spend all her money somewhere else. Pretty close. Liam took Miley's personal helicopter to go hook up with Amanda Bynes, which I thought also was crazy because the timeline, I... Amanda's not doing too hot. Hasn't been for There's photos of them together from that. There's photos of Quentin Tarantino and Trisha Paytas. There's photos of everybody. No, but there's like photos of them like being kissing, like all all around each other. Apparently, she also dated Kid Cudi. Amanda Bynes did. Yeah, during that time, she was like low key. Where are these people even finding her? I assume she lived in some random state. I yeah. didn't know she was like accessible. Right. Huh. But I don't know about that one. But I've also. Also, I just typed in Jennifer Lawrence because I wanted to show you the dress, and the first suggestion is Jennifer Lawrence gold dressed. And then it's okay. Jennifer Lawrence's husband, and then Jennifer Lawrence and Miley. That's your computer. I, I've i only seen it on TikToks. I'm going to type in Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, now that I'm looking at Miley's dress, I don't know. Jennifer Lawrence, husband, movies, net worth, baby, age, Adele, child. Okay, well... Just saying. The algorithm's good. That's a Mac. It knows your phone. But this is brand new. (laughs) Are you not logged in with your Apple ID? No, I am.
It's hard to say, right? No, it's not. That they're both just gold. They're a totally different fabric. Mm. Miley's has like a head. Piece. When I looked at Miley's this time, I felt kind of silly. <laughs> it's okay. We've all been there. Um, but I've been thinking. I want to start my own rumor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a logical next step for you. So Miley's doing like a workout. <laughs> In the video? Yeah. And I feel like we can go somewhere with that. Like she's doing Liam's workout or something. Or like, um, he, he, or that he slept with a personal trainer who showed him that workout. Who's also, um, what's that lady trainer's name? Megan. Jillian Michaels. Megan trainer. (laughs) Jillian Michaels. Isn't she like 55? Yeah. I also think she's like really gay. (laughs) (laughs) So no Jillian. But he slept with, um... Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda? (laughs) Oh, I just remembered. There was another reason. Okay, so the reason the Jennifer Lawrence thing started, Mm -hmm. the first one I saw before the gold, before they started talking about the gold dress, why I didn't believe it, is because there's also a scene where she, she's wearing this white dress, and she, like, dives into, Miley, she dives into the pool, and then she's like on the side of the pole singing, and it looks really close to this Dior ad that Jennifer Lawrence shot. So when it was like that side by side, I didn't really buy it. But then that and the gold dress seems a little silly. Follow up question. Okay. How common are Dior ads? How how common does uh, someone in a music video go into a pool? That was my question. Um. I know they do it in the middle by Jimmy Eat World. Let's see. <laughs> so are you telling me Liam Hemsworth slept with Jimmy Eat World? We can start that. I don't really want to throw another like woman into this for everyone to hate. So you're... you're <laughs> right, yeah. Let's leave Jillian Michaels out of it. So what if Liam... It has to be a bad woman. Or what if he pleasured himself while doing a workout? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a sin. He's... he's- he stuck a dumbbell up his butthole (laughs) that she's using that dumbbell (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying in the video she's using that dumbbell that he used to pleasure himself now you just gotta make the tiktok it's really good yeah I like that one it's only Liam's the only one who gets hurt probably literally if you put a dumbbell up there (laughs) That sounds painful. Wait, side note. You know what I found out today? Hmm. The Dahmer show was made not just by Ryan Murphy, who is known for Glee. Mm-hmm. And among other things, but Glee. But also the other guy who created Glee is the other creator of the Dahmer show. It was both Glee guys. Well, there's three Glee guys, but it was two of them. Really? Just saying. For anyone who needs more context on why the Dahmer show exists it's the people who made Glee they don't care if you like it (laughs) (laughs) they don't care if it's good for the world sorry sorry that's that's how the Glee people roll I like that you're just throwing back shots of Sprite this whole time (laughs) Starry actually oh my bad I don't like Starry it's too sweet 
I like the bite of Sprite. Yeah. I also I prefer that. Sprite over Spear Mist. Sierra Mist. Me too. I like Squirt once in a while, but I couldn't, like, drink it all the time. Same. Same with 7-Up. It's too rich. Yeah. I did have a phase where um, my go-to drink was whiskey and diet 7-Up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was 19, and I heard that if you drink diet with your liquor, it makes you drunk faster, so I had a goal. <laughs> Sounds like a 19-year-old thing to think. Right. And I don't know why I decided 7-Up was it. But, like, when I'm hungover, I buy a Sprite. A diet Sprite? No. Sprite zero? No, I want nothing to do with alcohol at that point. Right, okay, right. You're not trying to get drunk faster. So you get the full, you get the full fat Sprite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's smart. Also, Alexis and I saw the film Megan. Mm -hmm. It's about Megan. It's about Megan. Not Trainer. Oh, this is how I know you've never seen Get Out. Because when we brought up Megan in a previous episode, you were like, yeah, it has that actress from Girls. She's a terrible actress, blah, blah, blah. Little did I know, it's the main person from Get Out that you were referring to. Who oh, did is a it really? perfectly fine performance in Get Out that might have even been nominated for an award. Huh. And you were still thinking Girls. Yeah. I really hated her in Girls. When I tried rewatching Girls recently... She's the reason I didn't watch episode two. <laughs> Her character's really hard to like. It's not Adam Driver. No, but also Adam Driver sucks. Is Adam Driver a bad actor? How dare you? That man fought for this country. <laughs> <laughs> you think he goes to Denny's on Veterans Day? I do. I've heard a rumor about him, like from somebody who like personally knows him. <laughs> It's that he doesn't act all Hollywood. It's that he acts like a weird veteran. <laughs> a weird veteran? Specifically a weird one. Not saying all veterans are weird. I'm saying Adam Driver's weird. Imagine his closet where he has like his red carpet suits next to his uniform. Yeah. He has his Oscar next to his Medal of Honor. And then <laughs> and he's like, hey guys, do you want to play backgammon? You guys want to play backgammon? That's my Adam Driver. That was actually pretty good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> wow, she was in Get Out. Yeah, I thought she, she didn't get anything after Girls. I thought this was like her first movie since Girls. No. Hmm. So the plot of Megan is, <laughs> what's her face from Girls and Get Out, is some type A toy Nerd. designer, engineer person. Right whose sister dies we don't actually know because we missed the first five minutes of the movie because we we're getting popcorn sue us <laughs> right wait also i want to say that the person in front of me at that theater well i tried to order nachos and then i watched the guy realize that the nacho machine was off and make the decision of giving me cold cheese or right. not saying anything or telling me right but it took him a really long time to make that choice i just saw him swirling it for so long but also the person in front of me got a hot tea you got, like, an Earl Grey tea. <laughs> that was just a really strange choice. It's so funny. So he was late to Megan, too. Yeah. With a cup of tea. Yeah. At least what we did made sense. Yeah. <laughs> also, we were both just hungry. I don't know why. Yeah. I was ravenous going into that theater. <laughs> so anyways, this lady's sister dies, and uh, and the sister's husband, right. which leaves an orphan child, her niece. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have anything in her house that the kid can play with. She doesn't know how to connect to a kid, whatever. So she builds an a robot that 
is shaped like a 10-year-old child or 9-year-old mm. child and is capable of AI learning to interact with the child to like teach it things but also if you like hypothetically could just care for the child all the time <laughs> spirals out of control mm-hmm. Megan spoilers ahead by the way mm. spirals out of control the AI learns too much turns into an iRobot type situation where the AI doesn't turn off when you ask it to the, when right. Megan doesn't and she's kind of evil. Right. She's capable of murder. Right. She's murdered multiple, yeah. a lot of people. So anyone who even is kind of threatening the child, she's like, she's kind of like Bluetooth paired with the kid, mm-hmm. the human kid. Anyone who threatens a child, any sort of perceived threat, whether it's like the shitty boy from school or like the neighbor or whatever, any perceived threat, the neighbor's dog, Megan, done, annihilates. Out of her light. Yep. The thing about Megan is, she's a bad bitch. She's pretty cool. She gives zero fucks. You're rooting for her the whole time. She's murderous. Yeah, she's, she's 10 stylish. years old. She's, yeah. She sings. She wears sunglasses for no reason. She's a robot. Mm-hmm. But she, she just no puts reason. them on. Right. Just to look cool. Just to look good. She, she did a beautiful rendition of Titanium to sing the child to sleep. Also, when you say beautiful... <laughs> Haunting. I was about to say haunting. (laughs) Horrible vocalist. (laughs) Irrelevant to the scene, though. Then later, she's approaching this guy. There's a side plot about market. I guess it's a pretty pretty big part of the plot. Side plot might be an understatement. Marketing this toy, Megan, Mm -hmm. that retails at what, like $15,000 or something? Right. They want to do like a premiere of Megan, but this is when Megan's going haywire and killing people, so it's kind of sus on whether or not we should roll out Megan to the public. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the guy who's like backing all of it, who runs the. The guy who's in making the toys. Alexis just took another shot of Starry. Like a shot. Including spilling it. <laughs> Before, I was just sipping on it out of a shot glass, but this one I like. Took a shot. Threw a, threw a How was it? Uh, you need a chaser? Yeah, yeah. Can I have a spray chaser? <laughs> okay, yeah. So the guy who's trying to market the toy is a scumball who's interested in money. Megan decides to kill him and she approaches it. This has been widely memed and gift already. Uh-huh. She approaches him coming down a hall doing this like crazy like Squidward arm dance. <laughs> for no reason. Why is she dancing? Why is no she reason. singing? Because she wants to. Then she escapes from this building and appears in the home of the mom. Not, she's not the mom. What is her name? Does it, we, Do we know her name? The girl. The lady who invented Megan. Right. She appears in this lady's house sitting at a piano. Mm. Why? For because she's a diva. Yep. Doing it for the drama. She's a drama queen. Mm-hmm. She loves the attention. She's a robot. She didn't have to do all that. She did it for the fans. She did. So yeah, Megan's um, pretty good. Yeah, really good. Also, it's a very reasonable length. Yeah, at no point was I like, "Is it almost over?" Right. But also, when it over, when it was over, I wasn't like, "Oh, it could have gone longer." It was like perfect. Mm-hmm. I usually don't care for robots in movies or television. Really? 
<laughs> well, when I recently watched The Good Place, and I tried to watch it when it first aired, I the what I disliked the most about it was Darcy Carden's character, which was Janet the robot. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's not a robot. That's always that's her bit. But she's basically a robot. But like, I thought that character was really stupid and annoying, and I couldn't. That's why I stopped watching it. But this time, I loved her. And then I was like, well, I'm never going to like another robot character again. How do you feel about Futurama? It has literally nothing to do with me. So you hate Bender? Who's Bender? Bender? The robot? He's a robot. I can't. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Futurama. Let me I don't, show what's you. What's the main guy's name? Fry. The one that looks like uh, Rupert. Sorry, looks like who? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Rupert! <laughs> What's his name? You're talking... Okay, first of all, Rupert Grint <laughs> has red hair. That's the only thing he has. What's his talk- character's name? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Dino. <laughs> okay, so we've got Harry... Emil- Hermione. Not Emily. <laughs> Harry, Hermione... Rupert is the actor's name. Not the character, right? Yes and no. It's Rupert. <laughs> Is the actor's name. Okay, so we have Harry, Hermione, Moaning Myrna, <laughs> uh, Slytherin, Heckle, Alan Rickman, <laughs> Snape, the Dementors. <laughs> You're really getting somewhere. Voldemort. If I could um, remember Robert Pattinson's name on this, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Alright, Hermione ends up with. <laughs> We're looking at a picture of the robot from Futurama. Help. Yeah. <laughs> it's a picture of Bender smoking a cigar and firing a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a picture of Fry from Futurama. Help. <laughs> okay, what's that one's name in Harry Potter? The one it... with red hair. I could hear him. Have you ever seen, um... Harry Potter? No. <laughs> I guess maybe you haven't. That, like, viral Harry Potter puppet show. Snape. Snape. Severus Snape. If you show me Snape. a picture, I might, Snape. like, have seen it. Severus like Snape. <laughs> Just a How many syllables is his name? It depends, because he has a full name. Just his first name. But his first oh. name has a full name. So it's... My hint is Nick Offerman <laughs> has a character who shares a first name. What is that guy's name? The only picture... The only thing I could think of is Parks and Rec. What's his name in Parks and Rec? I don't know. That's the character. That's <laughs> oh, no! I That's can't... the first name! He shares a first name! I can't think of literally every character in Parks and Rec right now. Do you have a... Did you accidentally mute this name in your head? What is happening? I can hear Leslie. Do you know Mac's name on the Always Sunny? Mac's name? Yeah. His first name? I know we just watched this. It's his name. It's the same name. <laughs> All I, I can think of is Hermione Granger. I don't know how else I can help. I just gave you multiple characters I thought you would know. Why can't, I'm mad I can't think of Nick Offerman's name. Do you remember the joke about Max's full name? 
Not McDonald. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ronald. Oh! Weasley! Ron Swanson. Wow, I'm so glad I figured that out. Yeah, you figured it out. (laughs) When I said Ronald, I was like, what does that have to do with anything? (laughs) I'm trying to come up with this other name. Ronald! I can hear it now. Right, but like they do sometimes call him Ronald. Like, mostly they don't, but sometimes it does come up. Ronald Weasley. What did they name their kid? Probably something stupid. Did they go something basic like Ronald or something? Rose and Hugo. They, and they have a hyphenated last name. Granger Weasley. Good for Hermione. Yeah. What was who was that act of when I just name dropped Shailene Woodley as the lead character of the Divergent series? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> but I just spent ten minutes trying to figure out Ronald Swanson's name. Yeah. Okay, that ninety show. Yeah, and also, just would like to point out that Shailene Woodley thing happened months ago, and you had plenty of time to forget her name. <laughs> I've also never seen. I that forgot version. her name already. Never seen that series. I don't think I've ever seen anything with her. I only knew her name on the day I watched Divergent. Yeah. Um, and Ron Swanson. Wait, so it's... Shailene Woodley? <laughs> Wait, it's that 90s show. Uh-huh. Allison Williams mm-hmm. and Ron Swanson. Yep. I'm gonna... Marry... I hate this. <laughs> I'm gonna kill Allison Williams. I'm gonna fuck Ron Swanson, and I'm gonna marry that '90s show. I don't know about you. That's gonna be a terrible marriage. I didn't say I'd be happy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna marry. No, I guess it has to be that '90s show. Yeah. And then I'll fuck Ron Swanson. Yeah. Yeah. Kill Allison Williams. Sorry, Allison. I guess that's it. <laughs>